what's going on, everybody? My latest guest on the Blue to Green podcast was Carmen of Hippie Chicks. She brought me all kinds of swag. She brought me shirts. She brought me chocolates. She brought me enzyme-infused bong water that's supposed to be better and keep the bong water clean and all that. She brought me CBD cream. I love Hippie Chicks, and I love Carmen. Thank you so much for coming on, and I sincerely appreciate all the swag. Carmen is the uh, owner and CEO of uh, a co-founder of Hippie Chicks, which produces edibles here in the state of Arizona. They have CBD infused and they have THC infused, and their product is amazing. In this episode, we cover her journey into getting into the chocolatier business and learning how to make it the way that how she wanted it and how she traveled Europe learning about all of it. And it's a pretty, pretty cool story. So thank you very much for tuning in. Hope everybody has a learn something new, has a good time. And thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Live. All right. Carmen. How's it going? Thank you so much for driving, making the drive down here. And secondly, I, you and I had talked about having this conversation a while ago we yes. set the date the date it didn't slip my mind i knew it was coming up but my brain just didn't say oh yeah it's the 26th so you messaged right. me last night i thank you thank you so much for messaging Stoner me moments. and coming down <laughs> it totally it totally was definitely no so, i'm glad we can make this work and yeah it's always a great to chat with you so awesome so i just want to get a little background how did you what are you doing now how did you get into it that sort of stuff uh okay we'll start from the beginning All how right. i got into it um so actually first and foremost i'm a patient okay um I was working on CBD first uh, uh, before I even got into uh, marijuana. Um, I was a medical esthetician, so me and my uh, business partner, Mike, we were working on a formula um, to help with scarring from breast cancer survivors. So anytime you've seen uh, radiation from breast cancer, mm -hmm. it's really bad scarring. So I come from a medical background. Um, I used to fire lasers and do chemical peels and all okay. sorts of fun stuff. Um, my business partner, he was making a cream with CBD. So as we're working with these patients, they're telling us their stories, telling us about using cannabis and telling us about using CBD. So in that process, a lot of people were saying, we're not getting the effects. I bought this stuff and I don't feel anything or, you know, I was on the floor or, you know, different, like we yeah. hear everything. Um, so at the same time, I was also on my own medical cannabis journey. I got my medical card. I have a lot of issues with digestion. Okay. Um, I'm always nauseated. So I knew that edibles would help me to calm that nausea throughout the day. Um, and this was about seven, eight years ago. So back in, back in the day when it was just starting out. Um, so it was all new to us. Uh, so I went into the dispensary, super excited, like, you know, let me have some edibles, please. Um, the first time I didn't feel anything and I bought one product three different times. One time okay. I didn't feel anything. The next day I woke up three days later, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and the next time I was like, okay, I didn't like that. And, you know, and then I was taking like little, little nibbles to, you know, kind of gauge where I'm at. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Um, and also it just tasted like you're biting on plant matter. So, tasted like weed. Yeah. Tasted like, like weed. weed. Yeah. Weedy, uh, too weedy. So, uh, that's where we set forth and kind of knew that there was uh, a need in the industry back in the day. It was not lab tested. Right. Um, so we wanted to make sure it was lab tested so that you knew what products you were getting, um, how many milligrams and things like that. And also we just wanted to make it low dose, um, for people like me where I need it in the morning, but I still want to be able to function right, and get right. stuff done. 
Um, I don't need to be completely on the couch all day, every day. Some days is good, but you know, not every day. Uh, <laughs> Did you have any exposure to weed before that? Did you smoke when you yes. were a kid? Or have you been smoking Long-time for a while? Long time lover. Okay. Gotcha, <laughs> yeah. gotcha. Um, honestly, um, Funny enough, back in high school and college, all my friends used to make fun of me because I never really did. I was one of those kids like, no, it's bad for you. We're going to go to jail and, you know, I'm going to pray for you, too. Um, <laughs> so um, it wasn't until actually um, till I had kids and, you know, the whole stress of life and everything. Um, I, we were in New York and one of the first things, like being a new mom and uh, being in a new situation, one of the first things that they give you is like, here, take an antidepressant. Right. Um, and it kind of made me feel like a zombie where mm -hmm. I was like, uh, this is is not fun and I have kids I want to play with them I want to interact um, so honestly I can thank my husband and uh, my brother and sister-in-law because they're like here try this like you know um, it's better than pills right. and it's you know you'll just feel better and you'll be in a good mood and you'll be able to interact with your kids and have fun um, I love the fact that yeah. that the, the very first thing is here here's a pill take from, from the doctors and it's yeah. pharmaceuticals yeah not let's try other things first let's try natural substances or anything right. like that no that's no. insane no, and I, you know, I was a new mom, maybe 23. So you go to the doctor and they tell you and you're right. like, okay, great. Yeah, sure. Whatever. You trust them. Um, I do. I do. And did. At that I did at the time. And that's the thing, that mentality where it's like, you know, trust the doctors, trust what they say. Like, you know, weed is bad. It's all bad. Um, so honestly, that's when I, on that first hit, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, and I took of myself off of antidepressants, okay. um, which is bad because you're not supposed to just like quit and i did right why do i need them um well yeah, it so sucks was... when a medicine that you stop can kill you yes yeah that's not good at all no no and like all the side effects that go with it no it's mm. terrible um so yeah long time user um you've raised the kids they didn't know um you know always kind of was in the backyard like after they fall asleep like right. okay let's go um yeah <laughs> and now it's even funny because when they did start finding out uh my career they actually thought that Paul was the smoker, not me. And I'm like, sorry, it's actually me. And they're like, I can't believe it. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I had Sonia on the other day, I told you. And one of the things that we discussed is having age-appropriate conversations with yeah. kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, your older kids, okay, no big deal. You can have those conversations. Oh, but, yeah. you know, I have children as well, and I have, try to have the conversations that – it's not all bad. Right. It is if you if you overuse it. Right. Yeah, when used responsibly, when used safely. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I I have an affinity for is I've said it before is that if you if you use it just for recreational, great, don't yeah. care. Yeah. But I have an affinity for the patients. Right. Because I am a patient myself. Mm -hmm. I care. It's not that I care more for the patients. It's just that that's how I got my introduction into it. Yeah. Now, again, I smoked when I was a teenager, a little bit experimented and all that. Right. But then my previous careers did not exactly allow me to no, go into No, you're complete it. opposite. Complete opposite. Yeah. I heard all of the bullshit propaganda. I heard how it was bad for you. I heard all of the negative side effects and all that stuff. Yeah. So... So, well, I have to ask you. So when you sure. were out there, did you see that? Well, I guess you just saw the really bad. But, you know, like running into regular old pot smokers like us, or did you just be like, yeah, it's not. So I'm glad you asked. Nobody ever asked me, and I'm totally fine to talk about it. I never cared so much about the individual user. Now, were there times that I had to enforce the law? Yeah. Are there times that I absolutely had to arrest people for per personal possession? Yes, there was. Yeah. But I was going after the cartels. I was going after the criminal behavior behind yeah. that and the, the big dope loads and all that type of stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I, it's not so much. I mean, there was a lot of times that the wind, you know, I, it, I would set it on my hood to go 
test it, and yeah. the next thing you know, the wind would carry it away. And I'm like, oh, it's sorry, fine. guy, have a nice day. That's awesome. So I, ne- <laughs> I never test. I never uh, did it when I was when yeah. I was uh, uh, when I was in law enforcement or anything like that. I didn't touch it. Nothing like that. Right. There was one time. Real quick, real, real quick story. No, it's awesome. I love it. Story time. <laughs> I had to, I, I had a fairly large uh, arrest and the guy was definitely selling. And again, I'm not about the black market. Yeah. I, I know that you can get better stuff in the black market than yeah. you can in the legal market sometimes right now. Yeah. But I still want to support the regulated and legal market yeah, that's oh, definitely. tested. Yeah. And this is a long time ago. And I, I busted this guy out towards the end of my shift. And we only had one property and evidence facility. So I'd have to drive like... 100 miles round trip to go oh drop gosh. it off and bring it back. I called my boss. I said, listen, I'm I'm two miles away from my house. Yeah. Can I just store all the stuff in my vehicle? I'll take pictures. I'll lock it up and all this good stuff. He goes, yeah, sure. That's fine. It was a very large quantity. So I brought it all home and it's in the trunk of my car. It's in the trunk of my police car. It's all locked up. And my then mother-in-law had never seen it, smelled it or anything like that. That's and funny. so I, I told her, I said, have you, and I forget how we got on the conversation. I said, here, let me show you. And I brought the bag and I opened it and she stuck her whole face in it and just took this like massive <laughs> whiff and she just turned as green as could get. Oh no. And then she was like, and then she almost started to throw up and then she was like, how can anybody use that stuff? And then went the other way. So that's funny. Yeah, no, but I never, but I never touched it. I never brought it home or anything like that. Other than the right. one time where I was like, very nervous about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't want to get blamed for it. No. Well, and that's the thing. I have a lot of friends that, you know, are in law enforcement. And it's funny because they're like, we don't really care. Right. But, you know, when you're driving down the street and you're like, oh, no, <laughs> do you really care or not? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But the problem <laughs> is now. it's the administrators. It's the top level administrators that, that they want to show the numbers for arrests. They mm-hmm. want to show. And the older cops still have the the reefer madness mentality. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, I've said it before, and I hope law enforcement, I hope some of you watch this. And Listen. because <laughs> the, uh, the whole purpose of this is to sh- to to break the stigma, to definitely. show that you can be successful and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I've been turned down by now five police agencies to have an officer come and sit down across from me and have the conversation. That's so, crazy. And I've, t- I've spoken to several officers yeah. who were told, I will not disclose the, the agency. I'm personal friends with them. And I said, hey, will you come on the show? And they said, yeah, 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 no, it's fine. And then I, about, a, you know, I don't bug people. Yeah. And then about a month later, I said, hey, when can we set up a time? And they said, uh, we were, yeah. I was informed that it would be bad for my career if I went on your show. I'm like, that's crazy. That's the total opposite of what I'm trying to do. Right. You know, so it's just one of those annoying things that I'm trying to work through the process. And so if you still have friends, if you have friends that are law enforcement and they would like to come on the show, please get a hold of them because I'm, I'm using yeah. all of my old contacts and all that stuff. And it's just, it's, they're still highly stigmatized. Yeah. They no, won't definitely. go, they won't go anywhere near it. Yeah. It's I, crazy. I put a post up on my Instagram the other day about uh, the use of CBD mm-hmm. and CBD in law enforcement. And I put up, I also put up on there the post, post is the authority that oversees law enforcement in Arizona. Yeah. I said, post allows you to use CBD. And I got several officers that are like, hey man, how, what do you know about yeah, CBD? And can yeah. you help me out? I'm like, well, good. This is what I want. Yeah, this that is engagement. The, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. It's not all negative. And that's the thing. That's part of it. Just the education, you know, even for us, like uh, we use an isolate CBD. So, okay. you know, less than 0.003 milligrams of THC. So, and it's a hemp based and things like that. Um, so we need that education because they don't know. They're just right. like CBD is CBD. And I'm like, no, actually it's not. Like there's so many different. So, so let, it's kind of cool. Let's but. talk about who you are. And first of all, you brought me a bunch of swag. Yay. So you are. I am the Hippie Chicks. The Hippie Chicks. <laughs> I am Carmelo so, from Hippie Chicks. 
Um, yeah, I am. I, this is my company. I am the co-founder and owner. Um, we bring um, education and also we want to uh, bring women empowerment into the cannabis and CBD space. Awesome. So with that, um, being in the industry, you've noticed it. Um, it's very male dominated. Um, not a lot of females out there. So, yeah, we just want to make sure that uh, everybody knows that, you know, girls like their weed, too. Absolutely. <laughs> and we just want it to be pretty and, you know, taste good and look good. And it also just gets that education out there, too, because um, that's part of it. You do want to just make sure that everybody knows what your product is about um, and what's in it. So 100 yeah. percent. So so you said you were in the the world of cosmetics and healthcare yes. and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. what transitioned you to making hippie chicks and what was the, the catalyst for yeah. coming up with with your own product, your own line. And I also want to talk about the industry as well. Okay. So, um, okay. So I, um, let's see. Yeah. We were working on a formula with breast cancer survivors. Um, and we were working on the CBD cream. We were really getting really great results on it. Okay. So that was awesome. Um, and like I said, I was on my own medical journey, found that I couldn't find what I liked. Um, and we just wanted something that would be, uh, consistent. So we had sent out some edibles that was back in the day to labs and had them tested. So back in the day, you could test a corner of each piece and it would be different milligrams. Oh, okay. So that's where, and you know, my, with my business partner being a biochemist, it's definitely like he wants it spot on. Like, you know, our variance is very, very low. Um, yeah, we're right at 10, you know, 10 milligrams or 25. So it's kind of cool, um, where others can be at like 10 or 15 or 20, or you have, you have that leniency where I want it to be like 10 hits at 10 and that's it. Um, you know, if you need a higher dose, you can take more. Um, but a lot of people know what they want and they, what they need for their bodies. So yeah, I want to make it consistent. Um, yeah. So that's where we started our journey. Um, we started our journey with CBD because we had, um, already the CBD, we had a great isolate CBD that we were using. Um, so we started with chocolate and CBD. We did want to get into the THC market, but it takes a while to, you know, to crack the market first of all. Um, so we actually have been in CBD for seven years and only THC for two years. Um, and you can find our CBD on our website, hippie chicks with an S.com. H I P P I E. I E. Yes. Chicks. Chicks. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah, you can find our T our uh, CBD stuff on there and you can order online and we actually ship it directly to you because CBD is legal in all, all the States now. So, um, except for Alaska, um, it's really? just sharp. it, yeah, Alaska and Hawaii, uh, it's, yeah, you can't really ship to them. I mean, you can, but you know, so, so Getting into, I we'll talk about the getting into the THC part of it, mm-hmm. but getting into the CBD world, what kind of hoops did you have to jump through? Was there issues regarding sourcing? You know, mm-hmm. trying to find the right the right company to, to get your CBD from. What was that oh, like? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, part yeah, definitely sourcing. Um, in the beginning, it, like I said, it was seven years ago, so uh, we had to find really good hemp uh, distrib- distributors, uh, hemp growers mm-hmm. who would make it into the isolate for us. So they um, have to send it to a lab and. Um, what isolate means is that we're only isolating that CBD molecule. So there is no CBG, CBN. We just wanted that CBD, but we have it at a higher percentage. Okay. So, so that way that's how you feel it. You know, our CBD does work where I feel others, um, you know, people have said, I don't really feel anything. I'm like, well, maybe you're not taking the right dose or maybe it's not the right CBD or 
don't go to Circle K right. for your don't CBD. Don't buy gas station yeah. CBD. <laughs> yeah, know where it's coming from. Know where it's sourced from. Yes. So, and ours is sourced local from Arizona. We, oh, nice. Yep, yeah, so it's great. Um, we work with a hemp group uh, out of the uh, Mita Association, Marijuana okay. Industry Trade. Um, so they're certified, so it's really nice. So our product comes in clean. Um, we have isolate powder. We mix it in. Um, our chocolate is mixed for about 12 hours. Ooh. So that way, yeah, so it really does mix in there. Um, so you really get that nice, consistent um, testing. I've told you before, I'm not a sweet eater. And then when I very first met you and heard you around, of course, I'm going to try everything. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, no, no, I won't try it. But right. you, I genuinely like your chocolate. Thank you. Like just the chocolate in and of itself is delicious. So Thanks. even if it didn't have the CBD, I was like, this is good stuff. Thanks. I would I would eat this as a treat every once in a while. Thank you. Yeah. And um, with that, honestly, it's a labor of love. We invested, uh, yeah, our savings, you know. Mike and I invested everything, but I toured around for about six months in Europe. Um, so I went to different chocolatiers and really, of, yeah. So I, it's a very boutique chocolate. Um, it is definitely artisan crafted, so it is made in small batches. That's very so cool. We bring it in, and then we make our own magic happen, and it's still made in small batches. So see, this is yeah. why I wanted to come and sit down with you because it's a quality, <laughs> a quality product that Thanks. has love behind it and it has you know actual chemistry behind it oh, and definitely. all that type of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, curious are you can you say or do you want to say who you source your hemp from or your, who your source your cbd from i cannot okay totally <laughs> trade fine. secret absolutely um, yeah because totally we found understand. a really good one um and actually it's funny because we have people that want to white label uh or they want us to white label for them so um what yeah. does that mean uh that we're making their products for them oh they want okay yeah I gotcha. we're bringing in the cbd and they're like oh it's so good like can you make our products and it's like uh no, <laughs> no. You, you know the quality, yes. you know the source of what you're working with. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I totally respect that. So. Yeah, yeah, so it's good. Um, but yeah, so we uh, with our CBD, we do have our chocolates. Um, all of our dark um, all of our dark chocolate is gluten-free and vegan, oh, so cool. we keep it very clean so that people with any kind of uh, digestive issues can still consume it. Uh, milk chocolate is, of course, milk chocolate goodness. Um, and then we also have tincture. So in your bag, you should have some drops in there. You brought me uh, Oh, that's our cream. Kinds. And that's the original cream that we started the company with so you brought me all kinds of swag and yeah. goodies and i feel terrible because i Yay. thank you so much Are even out yep that is 50 milligrams of isolate cbd um and each those bar is 50 e each bar is 50 um that's the only one that's a higher dosage okay. um and the even out you also get at the bottom of our um uh, medicated line so you okay. always get a cbd with your purchase of thc that's right i have yeah. seen that you, you hide one in there don't you yes um you and that's the tincture so we have different flavors available um this. each dropper full is 25 milligrams and I think that, oh, and we have a pet tincture line. I didn't know you had dogs. I would have brought them something too. Um, <laughs> but we have a pet tincture line and there are different um, milligrams available. This so is awesome. I got a goodie bag. I got a yeah. Labmo bag. This is cool. Um, okay, so who is the, uh, each character I know is, mm -hmm. is based off of somebody that you know, yes. correct? Yes, definitely. So who is Olivia? Olivia, actually that is Dr. Mike's stepdaughter. Okay. So yeah, yep. And then who's the even Harmony? Uh, Harmony is one of our friends. Okay. So yeah. That's very, very cool. Yeah, and I'm Carmelo. Um, Which one are you on? Uh, I'm actually on uh, CBD and THC. So okay. I'm, I'm somewhere in there. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool. Thank you so much. Of course. I love, and you brought me 
Oh, and bong water. That's our latest addition. This is, I'm going to try this out tonight, definitely. Yeah. So you put that into your rig. Um, you put it in your pipe and smoke it. Um, so you <laughs> you put it into your pipe. And yeah, um, it actually uh, is distilled water and some enzymes that uh, the biochemist created. Um, it's just so awesome working with a biochemist because he's just. Isn't it nice yeah. having people who are really intelligent yeah, and can do I'm like, stuff like so that? Yeah, like, you're so smart. Right? Like, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, so you put it in your rig um, and it'll keep your um, uh, glass clean for up to 30 35 smokes That's awesome. um That's i amazing. as long as you don't you know pull the ash through gotcha. um i have done up to 50 which sounds gross but i i'm testing i'm doing research right. here so um but yeah it's and we're gonna do flavored ones as well and the flavored ones have, have actually have been really good that would be kind of interesting yeah um we a uh, bud tender was telling us that they used to use like champagne or um like Kool-Aid okay. to drink or to uh, smoke out of. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm like, but that's a great idea. That is a good idea. Yeah. But I can't, that can't be good for you. So we made it a little better. Yeah. <laughs> Where are your products located? Um, so all of our CBD you can purchase online. Um, okay. Then we do have um, two locations here in Mesa, uh, McCree Wellness and also AZ Hemp Health. They carry our CBD line. And then in North Scottsdale, um, it's called the Skin uh, Clinic. In North Scottsdale, and they carry our CBD as well. Okay. Yeah. I do believe that Arizona Hemp Health is at Higley and Southern. Yes. We did a clinic there oh, a yeah. long, long time ago. Oh, that's pre right. Pre-COVID yeah. and all that yep. stuff. So with Women Grow. Yes, so that's with, right. With Miss Parisa. Yep. So. And um, and also with um, Chris Martin from, uh, oh my gosh, Zonka. Weren't we all together? Not on that one. Oh, okay. So I wasn't on that one. I was at the one before. We, remember when Sonia and I used to have taught oh, a couple classes right. oh, and right. all that that's stuff. Right. That was yeah. a long time ago. It was mm -hmm. three years ago. So, wow, that is a long time. Wow. Crazy. And I think I met you originally at the Women Grows in Tucson. Yes. Yep. So that was, yeah, that was three, almost four years ago. Wow. That's crazy. That's funny. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. So now here we are um, seven years later and yeah, uh, two years into uh, THC. So it's been awesome. So how did you make, what led you down the road to get into the THC? Um, we knew that we always wanted to be in THC, okay. but it's just, it's really hard to get into the industry and especially being a small business like ours. Um, you know, we don't have that corporate backing, like right. all the, all the other big boys that we're up against do. Um, so honestly, we, uh, my advice to anybody trying to get into the industry is you got to go to those meetings, go to Mita, go to normal, um, can of friends, all of those, you really have to make those connections. Um, women grow was of course like the really pivoting point for me, um, brought me to the front of the stage and I learned a lot from Parisa and Marvina. I mean, they're just, oh my gosh, they're so dynamic. I'm, so. <laughs> they're coming, I've got to get in contact with them. Yeah. I've been saying that we got to come on. So yes, I yes. love I love both of them. Yeah, they're just amazing mentors. And honestly, that's where it kind of um, made it kind of happen for us where uh, we had to be in front of this, these dispensaries for them to take us seriously mm -hmm. and be like, okay, yeah, we'll give you a chance. Um, and also we just had to have the backing of the testing and all that stuff saying, hey, we know what we're doing. Let us in, <laughs> let us in let us try this um so yeah it was really cool um and then we finally got our break uh march uh two years ago covid um yeah it was cool we got our license we were like yay so exciting and then two weeks later covid hit yeah uh, yeah that first, sucks uh, well at first it was uh we thought it would be a downfall but it actually was a blessing in disguise 
it gave us time to get all of our um, SOPs in order, um, you know, our procedures, uh, testing all the equipment, um, just everything. And then rec hit that December. So it was, yeah, kind of a blessing in disguise. So now, so you obviously had to get a license. Yes. So how did you break into that? Are you using somebody else's license? Yes, yeah. And for those who don't know or understand, Mm -hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, you're in the industry, you're in the business, and I obviously have a rudimentary understanding of it, but the way it works in Arizona is a licensee gets a license that has four parts to it. Mm -hmm. Dispensary sales, cultivation, um, concentration making, and all that type of stuff, and edibles. Right. So you you have to basically get, and again, stop me if I'm wrong here, you have to get in good with somebody who's not using that edible portion of their license. Does that sound about right? You have to get in good with somebody that has that licensing, and then you pay pay them for their licensing fee. Okay. Um, So yeah, that's how it works here in the state of Arizona. Um, You'll always pay a licensing fee, and then you work at their facility. So we're under Hanamed. Great. I love Hanamed so much. Uh, They make Dutchie but we okay. work with it and it's really cool because we work actually in the grow uh, facility oh nice so every day i'm like oh this is amazing i love my job <laughs> um but yeah so then we work in their facility and things like that we pay uh for a licensing fee and then we also pay um yeah just other fees that go along with it so, okay yeah so now is that one of the prerequisites that you have to do it at their location yes you okay. have to yeah the state deems it has to be on site um at a location so um you can get a building but then you have to slap the license onto it so so, okay. Um, like a manufacturing. So you can be offsite somewhere, but it always has to be associated with a license. Um, yeah. <laughs> with the primary license. Primary holder. license. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So now regarding the food aspect of it, is it is any part of the making the chocolate and all that, is that covered by the USDA or any? To- uh, uh, the uh, State Department comes in, the Health Department comes in and they check our facility. OK. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, they're pretty diligent about it. They probably come in more often than not, <laughs> Gotcha. Um, which is good. Um, and yeah, they're really on top of us. So they make sure uh, our facilities clean uh, everything, you know, just like any other restaurant. So we also get graded as well and actually we don't really get graded it's either you pass or gotcha. yeah you're you're shut down so um yeah you really have to be a stickler about everything and good. that's good i that's mean that's what you thing. want that's what you want like we want it to be clean that that was the whole thing that started this so right? yeah you so. want good clean meds that are homogenized and you know what you're getting every exactly. single time exactly yeah so it's a good thing but yeah um so we're licensed here and then we're also looking um at getting a license in new mexico and there it's different because there you can purchase your own manufacturing or distribution or uh, grow license. So every state is different. So it's just, it's been interesting. One of the things that I can say that has been, I, not specifically in the talks with any anybody, but as an industry whole, talking about micro licensing, yeah. you know, as so that if you are an edible maker and you want to just be an edible maker, mm-hmm. just to get that type of license. Yeah. You know, unfortunately though, Arizona's very restrictive on their licenses. They've got yeah. the caps and all that good stuff. So that's one of the, I can, you know, Props to Arizona Normal for trying to yeah. figure out something along those lines for the next upcoming session to see if we can get small business entrepreneurs yeah. into the business so they're not being crushed by by the big by the big boys yeah, yeah. by the big boys and mm-hmm. again it's nothing against the big companies yeah but I'm a big fan just like craft beer mm-hmm. I would rather go get a craft beer than a Bud Light yeah you know definitely. I'd rather go get something that's got love and you know and everything else put into it oh definitely and knows the market and knows yeah the people here like yeah we came up from Arizona and this is what I love. And so, yeah, it's it's not just a, a company just coming over to take over. So do you have to use Hannah Med's uh, THC? Do you have to use their 
No. Uh, no. Okay. No, we can you can uh, purchase whatever you want as far as flour, or distillate, or things like that. So we um, we do use distillate in our product. Okay. Um, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> and that's it. Gotcha. Understood. <laughs> but no, we will you start using Hanamed um, because they create they uh, produce Dutchie. So I don't know if you've ever tried Dutchie. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Dutchie. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're strain specific, so they ugh, their products are. So yeah, good. no, so I'm super excited to start. I've using. never been let down by one of their by yeah. one of their. I get their their pre rolls. Mm-hmm. They got the Dutchie pre rolls. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I've never once been let down by their quality. Yeah, so we're super excited to start using their distillate. So I'll definitely let you know when we're. Oh yeah, yeah. And their grow is here. It is. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. in the Phoenix area, or is it? It's out? in okay. Phoenix area. Yeah. Because I'm. I'm learning and finding out that there's a lot of grows in other places outside of the valley here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're all over. You just, you'll never see them. So that's part of it. You're, <laughs> that's... You're, yeah. You don't want to know where they are. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah. So they're a really great group and I love them. Um, yeah. So we're happy at, at our new home. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what kind of challenges? And I mean, in the what I love the female empowerment thing. I, I you know, I, I want people in this business and in this industry that want to be there. Not mm-hmm. just want to make money. Yeah. I'm okay with capitalism. I'm 100% for capitalism. But how has that, what has been your biggest hurdle in that sense in regarding the industry? Uh, first of all, just getting in. Uh, it does take a lot of capital to just get in, um, re- meet the requirements from the state. Um, there's a lot that goes into it, like childproof packaging. Okay. Um, uh, uh, the things that we put on our packaging. So it starts with that. Um also the challenges of getting in just trying to find a license um when you're new to the industry first of all you're not going to know who the owners of these licenses are they're not right. going to be like hey i own a dispensary that's not how it works you have to kind of find out who they are and even if they have availability um and also just getting i'm sure you know like just getting into these groups and talking to people yes. um it can be a little bit challenging um <laughs> us in the industry now that on the we're on the other side we're like who are you where are you from are you a cop <laughs> oh wait you are no <laughs> um but no and yeah that's part of it where you really have to trust the people that you're around because there's just so many companies trying to get in or um black markets trying to kind of you know make their mark as well um and we have we do we've had people like reach out to us and be like hey can you make this on the download and it's like no we're really really Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you just have to just kind of keep on the straight and narrow and, um, yeah, you go to all these meetings, um, talk to people, shake hands. Um, and there are, there's going to be a lot of hurdles. There's going to be a lot of new hurdles for people that just got their licenses. Um, people coming up to them and saying, hey, you know, let me help you out. Let's, you know, make sure you you know the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Vet these people, mm-hmm. vet these people and make sure they're not shysters and make sure they're not, mm-hmm. you know, trying to grifters and trying to take advantage of you. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is there's uh, there's so much opportunity in this industry. Um, there's enough for everybody. But, you know, some people can be greedy. Right. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I can say, though, that I, it, it just appears to me, though, that I mean, let's not kid ourselves here. There's really great products in this industry, and there's really shitty products in this industry. And I just don't understand how these products that are just not top quality, not even top quality, just quality, just decent stuff. I don't understand how they're surviving. But then at the same time, it appears as though they just change their name. Yeah. And then they just change their name. And then when the when people catch on, they just keep changing their name. That's Mm -hmm. the perception that I have. It's like this is the same stuff. Right. Just as before. Yeah. And I, I don't understand how those companies are able to thrive and survive. And I get there's a price point. There's 100% mm-hmm. a price point that people can afford. Yes. And I'm all about how about they just make a little bit better stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? And that's how we were too, where uh, at first when we came into the market, everybody's like, oh, you're so expensive. But I'm like, well, you have to look at it differently. You know, we're not a bar. We're now single, you know, single serving. So now you can take it. You kind of have to explain to people why it might be a little bit higher of a price point. You know, we use gourmet chocolate instead of like Hershey's chocolate that is not real chocolate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> There's so much that I learned. Like, you know, now I'm like, yeah, I am a chocolatier because I, I did have to learn. Like I had to you know, go into a new career. So I really did have to learn about this. And um, th there's so many ways that you can cut corners. It's so easy, you yeah. know, to cut corners with um, less quality product, less quality distillate, you know, um, less uh, percentage to mm -hmm. it too. You know, it doesn't have to be 90%. It could be 70% and you could just, you know, pour it in and you're still good to go. So it, it just... It admits that requirement of mm -hmm. THC and people won't care. Yeah. Yeah, they won't care. So, and you're just getting it out to market. So we're, you know... I do care. I do care. It's mine. It's literally my face on the box, on one of the boxes. So it's your um, creation. It is. It is. And I do go out to people and, you know, um, like to the bud tenders and tell them that, yeah, you know, it's, I'm not somebody sitting behind a corporate desk. Like I'm out here. I've driven my product. You know, I have I answered phones. I've cleaned the bathroom. Like I've done everything. Um, yeah. So we just want to make sure that it's a quality product and people know why, why it's quality. That's awesome. Yeah. So how, okay. So you said you spent six months mm -hmm. touring Europe. Yes. That's, tell me about that. That's super oh. cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, my, um, I tagged along with my husband on a lot of his business trips. So we were, um, in Belgium, Switzerland, um, of course, Amsterdam. Darn. <laughs> in Italy. This yeah. sounds terrible. It sounds like it, a terrible six months. It was such months. a terrible, yeah. So, um, uh, Budapest. So the, it's interesting what places, um, everybody kind of has their own chocolate line and what makes them different. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's, it's really cool. Um, yeah, actually, I'm finding out even New Mexico has a really cool um, chocolate company. Really? And they, yeah, and they use, um, of course, like the red chili spices. So it gives it Ooh, that. I know. That would be I delicious. Know. Yeah. So it's really cool to meet all these, like, um, you know, artisan chocolatiers that they have like a different kind of chocolate that I'm like, yeah, that'd be amazing to work with. So that's yeah. a, that's a cool title though, to chocolatier. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Right. When you were doing this tour, what was your, what was your influence? chocolate <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> which which country did you like uh, the in most? your expert because you're absolutely an expert in your expert opinion what was what was the best one for you and what kind of guided you what do you model yours after i should say or oh. maybe not necessarily model but what's your inspiration regarding that side of the, of the chocolate side of the chocolates um like we uh, belgian um where it's a little bit richer okay um italy had some amazing one as well so yeah look more belgian um richer type um swiss chocolate is a little bit more creamier um yeah it's it's interesting like when you're like Yo, mm, okay let me taste this yeah you be kind of you do become a connoisseur oh so, it's just like cannabis yeah. it's just like uh wine it's just like you know mm -hmm. uh alcohol it's just yeah. yeah you start i'm I'm sure you probably start yes i can pick take a bite of chocolate and be like that's chocolate right whereas you're going to take a bite of it and be like no 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 it has hints of this or right. a little bit of that or, yeah definitely so and it's really cool to yeah just be able to pick everything out um and we also blend flavors too so there are certain chocolates that we get um, that have other flavors and we blend them to make a new flavor. Oh, cool. So, and I can't tell you that either. <laughs> trade secrets. Trade secrets. There's so many trade secrets. That's, but that's yeah, part no, of that's, it. yeah. Yeah. That's what makes your product your product. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome. And it's just so much fun. I mean, we're in the industry. 
Yeah. The other day I was, we were all sitting around and everybody was complaining about work and I'm like, yeah, me too. And they're like, shut up. You <laughs> cannot complain. You get free products. You work on weed all day. And I'm like, okay, I, yeah, I do. I love my job. I love my job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's awesome. So, but yeah, so I'm so glad that you love all the products and, um, have you tried the THC line? I have, well, okay. you have given me one. Yes. I don't hit the dispensary all that often and I'm definitely, definitely a flower guy. Yeah. So I'm a flower, but I do enjoy edibles for my back pain Good. so i do enjoy edibles for the for the longevity Good, uh, you yeah. know for for chilling at night yeah. but i will totally admit that i'm still a lightweight mm -hmm. and so i can definitely you know yeah go way overboard on edibles very very quickly so what is your tolerance like what's your minimum dosage about uh, five so okay. the, the best one that i've had was it was i forget what company it was but it was an rso gummy oh, that okay. was about five milligrams nice and that hit my pain perfectly without altering my mind too much. Yeah. Um, I had an edible one time that was one to one, 25 milligrams CBD, 25 milligrams THC. Yeah. And you know, that should level itself out. But for someone who's a lightweight like myself, yeah. I was on the edge. Oh no. My wife, my, she, she drove to dinner. So, and we were out at dinner and I yeah. remember thinking to myself, this was a bit too much. Like I was like, oh my God, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. So 10 milligrams is is a good dosage for me to, to relax and chill good. and have a good time though. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's what I find. Um, 10 milligrams is nice and low dose. Yes. I know other people definitely need lower, um, you know, five or two or something like that. Um, but yeah, like I said, ours is at 10 so that you do feel that pain relief. And mm -hmm. then we have 25 um, there, you know, there are other companies that, yeah, you can get like a thousand milligrams right. and, um, we're just, we're not there yet. <laughs> well, and I mean, and there's, you know, my, my pain is, is dull pain regarding the nerves and the herniation, herniated discs and Body sciatic pain, and all that. Yeah. But you've got people that are in severe pain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They, they do need oh, that definitely. two, 300 milligrams at a time, Yeah. which, you know, they're not doing it to get high. They're using it for the for pain, pain relief. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's what it's really for. Yes, it's fun, but at the end of the day, it's, it's still plant medicine. Uh, we have to, you know, make sure and utilize it for those people that need it. Um, and yeah, just make sure and keep it clean. Agreed. Yeah. You, you send your, what labs do you, you use, send your stuff out to labs and all that good stuff? We do. Um, we send it to, um, oh my gosh, Connor um, and George. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of their name. I can see them. C3 Labs. C4? Yeah, C4. C4 yeah. Labs. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I took a tour of that place about a year ago. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's super cool to understand yeah. that. Yeah, they're awesome. And, uh, you know, they're just, they're amazing. And they really do tell us like, hey, you're off on this one. Okay. And we'll, you know, scrap a whole batch and be like, okay, let's fix it. So um, it's amazing to work with a lab company that's like, okay, here, this is what's going on. What would you do with that batch? Like literally just throw it out? Um, we'll scrap it or we'll just make it into a higher dosage. So everything starts at a low, 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 low dose. And then we test it out and then, you know, we just can keep adding. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, and usually we make everything like one day we'll make all the mints. The next day we'll make all the, you know, vanilla or whatever. And every day we have to clean out the machine. Oh yeah. Completely clean it out, um, to where it's sterile again and start over. So you don't, you're not mixing the flavors no. and so you're not having residual flavors mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. Yeah. How many employees do you guys have? Eight. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're a big company. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and honestly, it started out with just Mike and I. Um, yeah, the first the first year that we went, uh, we were THC. I was driving out the you know the dis to the dispensaries and delivering products. So we've come a long way. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. What's your plans and hopes for the future for the growth of the company? 
Um, for the growth of the company, I would love to see us in multiple states. Um, have hippie chicks, you know, in the Southwest or the West Coast area. Um, yeah, and just expand from there. Um, have different products. Uh, bring our tincture, uh, THC line, um, our uh, cream into THC as well. So, yeah, a few new products coming out. So how do, how does one get their product into these dispensaries? Is it, it's literally just knocking on the doors and saying, "Try my product and put it in, please." Uh, knocking on the doors, begging, <laughs> um, bugging them, and you honestly have to set up an appointment. Um, and first and foremost, before they even talk to you, they want to know your um, uh, testing results. Okay. They want to know your ATO, who you license with. What's uh, ATO? Uh, your um, operating license. Okay. So yeah, you you can't just walk in and just be like, "Hey, I have a product." Yeah. <laughs> They want to know, okay, who are you with? Where's your licensing coming from? Where are you uh, getting your products from? Show me your testing. Right. Um, I need to see the packaging. Like, it takes a lot to get into a dispensary. Has um, that been pretty universal through what you're oh, saying, yeah. though? Okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's how it works. And if you are missing any of those steps, they'll be like, no, sorry, it's okay. Um, yeah, so it, it is a process, but it needs to be because the, the state can come in at any time. Mm -hmm. And they can pull anything off the shelf and be like, well, where's the, you know, where's... The batch number to this where's the you know uh, distillate number for that so um they have to everything has to be on point well and it's the sort of thing too if we're sitting here trying to show the fact that it is medicine mm -hmm. it needs to be treated like medicine oh definitely you know you can walk into a cvs pharmacy and i'm sure they have some sort of data sheet regarding all of yeah. the pharmaceuticals they have and i do believe in the controlled regulated market and right. i do believe in it being treated as medicine and want to know every single thing that's inside of that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And that's the thing where you have seen uh, on any of our boxes, um, you can scan a QR code and it'll take you to oh, the cool. batch number. So that's nice. Um, but also they need that in case there's anything ever wrong with, you know, the product and they have to pull it. Um, there was recently a, a company that had to pull their products because there was an infestation or something like right. that. So they had to pull it. Um, and that's the thing, like all of that needs to be at the forefront so that the consumers know what's going on at all times. So, I'd, And there's a lot of controversy right now going on. And there's a lot of companies that are going through some issues and all that. And I, I personally don't think it's a bad thing if a company has an issue as long as, as, long as it's recognized, yeah. there's transparency and they do the right thing. Yeah, for sure. You know, if a company has to lose a little bit of money and scrap some product, I'm sorry, but it's better than it's, oh yeah, definitely. putting bad it. stuff out there yeah. and getting people sick. Mm -hmm. And making a statement saying, hey, you know, we just, this came to light, we're getting yes. rid of all that. Yeah, definitely. They have to. Yeah, for the patient's sake, because uh, yes, we're all consumers at the end of the day, and we all need to know what's going into our bodies. And yeah, we don't want any of that. Well, and it's it's ridiculous to want plant-based medicine that's dirtier than the pharmaceuticals. Yeah, you know, and that's going to cause more health issues, whether it's mold or aspergillus yeah. or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. There's a million different things. Yeah, I mean, it is. You're still dealing with a plant. Oh, definitely. It's yeah. still, you know, a, a organic material that has can get infestations and all that type oh, of stuff. Oh, definitely, yeah. And they, yeah, like you said, they need to treat it like a prescription. Um, it should be. Um, so, and most places do. Uh, where now you go into uh, grows and things like that, and you have to wear your bunny suit. Yeah. And they actually, um, like for our grow, they ask us, have you been to other grows? Because okay. you, you can have... Um, um, like any bacteria on your mm -hmm. shoes and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So they really do try to keep everything just completely uh, enclosed and as clean room as possible. So it's, it's pretty amazing to see. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. If you were queen for a day, uh -huh. what kind of changes would you like to make in the industry in regards to any, any part of it? You're queen for a day and you got the magic wand. 
the licensing. Okay. Yeah, the licensing. Make it fair for everybody uh, in the industry, not just for the dispensary owners um, or, yeah, the big boys that hold the license. So, And I say big boys because there's only like one or two females that hold, hold a big license. So who, <laughs> the big boys. Do you, know, who, do you know who they are off the top of your head? Oh, not uh, in this state. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Marie from Green Farms, she holds a license. Okay. Um, Susan and, and Susan Wong, Wong I yep. believe. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think who else holds a full license. Uh, I think that that's pretty much it. Really? Yeah. That's. I didn't realize it was that little. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's okay. <laughs> There's other states. Yeah, we'll get those licenses. So it's good. That's awesome. Yeah. So and again, I I think it's extremely important. What could what could women who want to get into the industry? What can they do to make their presence known? What uh yeah start going to organizations uh blunt brunch uh, okay yeah 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 talk about that yeah blunt brunch Uh, i'm a member of blunt brunch now and i I actually will be the uh representation or representative for new mexico i'm doing albuquerque yeah um me and jade um but what it is it's a group of women that actually there was 10 of us in the beginning that got together we just wanted it to be kind of a safe space sorry for women um, to just have conversations um we're all um The Blunt Brunch Executive Lunches is where women come in um, from the industry and we get to talk about all the different issues that kind of happen to us and have those blunt conversations and be able to um, be ourselves and, you know, talk it out, talk it through without having not the male presence or stigma, but just so that other women understand where we're coming from. Um, So... Uh, we get together every six weeks and then we also do socials. So, and that's open up to all the women in the cannabis industry and we go do fun events. Uh, we've done roller skating, ice skating. Um, yeah. And just to bring all the women in the industry together so that they know that there are women here that are here to support them. Um, we've got your back that's and it's awesome. a fun industry. Um, and sometimes you just don't have to feel alone because sometimes being in the industry, you, you know, can feel alone. Um, even though it's a fun industry, it's still, it's still a job. It, I mean, I think it's completely necessary to talk about the fact that old rich white guys dominate the space. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's not kid <laughs> ourselves here. I mean, yeah. that's what it is. And I think it's extremely important for people. I, again, I had Sonia on the other day and yeah. I learned something every single time that I will never have the same issues as some other people, mm-hmm. as some whether like, you know, her speaking about um, having uh, subjects come in front of her in the court or yeah. women breaking into the industry. You know, there's mm-hmm. just some things that we don't think about. And oh, yeah, it, it, it's you got to listen to people's ideas. But sometimes yeah. it can be intimidating walking into a room of men. Oh, yeah. Who, you know, probably don't pay attention to you. And right now or they're like, oh, you're so cute. Like, oh, here, smoke this. I'm like, I will smoke you <laughs> under the table. Let's go. Um, you know, and it's yeah, it's it's funny because. I have been in situations where um, it's, you know, me and my husband and I'll say, oh, yeah, I own an edibles company and he's standing right next to me and they'll actually start talking to mm-hmm. him. And I'll be like, uh, he has nothing to do with it. I'm like, if you want answers, it's me. Like, I'm the owner of the company. He actually doesn't even he's not even in the industry. <laughs> so it's interesting how people just always like assume it's just, you know, a, a guy's role. So, right, right. Um but yeah, but we're breaking those barriers. We're um, creating a new uh, idea of women in the industry. You know, we're not all just stoners out there to, you know, to get stoned. We actually can function. I'm the highest functioning stoner you'll know. <laughs> and, you know, we're out here to get stuff done and to make it fun, too. So, yeah. 
Well, and again, that's the whole point of my podcast is to show the fact that it's not just a bunch of weedy sitting around yeah. smoking weed, playing video games. Yeah, that happens at 11 o'clock at night when right. you're at your home. But you can be an entrepreneur. Oh, definitely. You can be intelligent. You can run a business. You're 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 responsible for eight people's salaries. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's on you as, yeah. as the, you know, that's yeah. <laughs> and you're you use cannabis in a safe and responsible way. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole goal is. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's what it's all about, just using it in a safe way and just to getting getting that knowledge out there and just know that there's um, there's always something better out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we just really care about our patients and customers and um, yeah, always bringing new products to them, too. Regarding the blunt brunch, is it mm-hmm. you had said is it is it only for women in the industry or is it for people trying to make it into the industry? Or? The socials are for um, women uh, trying to and in the industry. Okay. So um, the executive ones, it's more of ex- executive levels. Okay. Um, so like C suite and things like that. Um, anybody that's you know CEO, um, COO stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's been really cool. Uh, we actually just had one in Chicago, uh, and that was amazing. We only thought maybe like. 75 people would show up okay and it turned out to be like 200 we were like oh my gosh all women yes oh, all women. that's awesome yeah yeah and ceos of cannabis or just mm-hmm. in general uh ceos of C- cannabis uh, and things like that yeah c-suite um so yeah women um we actually had some of the women from curaly fly in from new york very cool um uh, bovita i got to meet her um so it was really cool to just meet all these different executives um and to know that they did it and so can no. so can you, so can I. We can all do this, um, yeah, and kind of break into this market. So that's not not so do- male-dominated anymore. No, yeah. No, there's <laughs> – I, I love a, a thing that says uh, – I've seen stickers and memes and all this is grow weed from – or uh, buy weed from women. Right. I, it's a female plant. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Exactly, yeah. So Mother Earth, right? <laughs> we have to go back to it. I agree with that. <laughs> Definitely. Who's been your inspiration in this in this industry? Oh, definitely Marvina and Parisa. Yeah. 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 I, I've been so fortunate to work with them um, and to have them be my mentors and to just really, uh, yeah, sometimes hold my hand through the industries of, you know, days of, yeah, I've, I've called them completely crying and like, I can't do this. Like, I can go back to aesthetics. And they're like, no, you're not. So I've even told Mike that I'm like, I was good at my job. Um, but yeah, you know, on at the same time, it's really cool to have mentors and just people that back you and they're like, no, you got to, you know. You have your day to cry, but yep. you got to get back out there. And um, yeah, I will always remember that Marvina always says you got to hee hee and ha ha sometimes, even though you don't feel like it. And fake it's it till you make it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So they're definitely my inspiration. Parisa and Rod, when I was doing the, the Women Grow, mm-hmm. uh, volunteering for Women Grow, that's actually what kind of led me to start this. She was actually my, oh, awesome. part of my inspiration for this is that Yay. when then, you know, when they found out my background and all that good stuff and I told them what I used to be, they had asked me, I don't know if you recall, they said, can you put together like a real quick, you know, little thing about law enforcement and all that good mm-hmm. stuff? And I remember the first time I did it was at a Women Grow event. Yeah. And I sat and, you know, there was probably two to 300 people there and I started talking to them about it. And then I was like all of these people are actually staring at me <laughs> and they're listening to me. Was it the Tucson one? At, uh, there was, I did two of them. One the Jewish of them, community center. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yep. And there was, you know, a couple hundred people in there. They're all watching me yeah. and staring at me and they're actually paying attention. And I was like, I think I have something to say. Mm-hmm. And she was, abs- Parisa was absolutely uh, an inspiration for helping me yeah. get whatever it is I'm doing out there. So That's awesome. So huge props to her. Yay, yeah. I will let her know. And yeah, it's amazing how many people that she's actually, you know, inspired and uh, motivated to, yeah, continue in the cannabis industry. Marvina is 
absolutely one of the most um, amazing mm -hmm. and um, motivating human beings I've ever listened yes. to in my life. Definitely. The first time, I, and again, it was at a Women Grove event. I don't remember. It was, I think it was at the first one. It was at that really neat place down in Tucson that was kind of like a, an artsy, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The first mm -hmm. time I ever heard her speak. Yeah. And I was blown away mm -hmm. by her story, by her passion by her drive and i would i absolutely want to get them to come on and sit down i think yeah, that would be definitely. a blast oh yeah it's uh, yeah when you hear marvina it's like going to church every time so <laughs> yeah, I, you know even like on the phone with her i'm like oh, okay i've got to go do something amazing today i don't know what it is but yeah so they're just she's just so inspirational and just honestly um somebody to look up to you know she started at the bottom um she is using her product uh, the cbd and thc to also fund um the the houses that she has um, so it's really cool. And she helps people get off of, you know, drugs and prescriptions and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, she's doing amazing things. So. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's very awesome. cool. Mm -hmm. So is there any sort of mentorship that happens in the community for, for women by women? Um, Blunt Brunch is doing that. Okay. So they're doing a mentorship, um, where you can get a hold of them and they will kind of pair you with somebody. Um, and honestly, just going to these events too, you'll meet a lot of people that, you know, yes you have to start going to these events yeah. and letting them know who you are and then yeah you really do you'll find amazing people that will help you out and kind of give you guidance even now um i've met people that i was like oh my gosh where i'm starstruck you know and they're in the industry and they're like yeah well let me tell you about this or you know bigger brands that i'm like wow thanks thanks for the advice i really am surprised that yeah that you would talk to me or even give me advice. So, um, like, you know, uh, the guys from Timeless. Okay. Um, Rocky and Josh, they're just amazing. And, um, you know, Timeless is everywhere. Right. So, and just the fact that they've sat down with me and been like, hey, this is what you should do as a small company. Do this, this, and this. And it'll help you to get, you know, you know, A, B, and C. And it, just for them to take time out and just give advice, it's pretty amazing. So. Yeah, they, they are. They, once you get to know everybody in the industry, we are pretty nice. Right. And we are pretty chill. So <laughs> yeah. I, I have been at a couple of events where everybody seems like really, really high strung. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, um, there's probably somebody with a joint around here that right. we can all smoke and calm down. Yeah. Like everybody just come down a little bit. Yeah, just a little. Yeah. But it is, you know, it is at the end of the day, it's still a job. But um, yeah, we have fun. That's very, very cool. Yeah. So what's mm -hmm. the future plans? I know you talked about other states, other licenses. Mm -hmm. What about the immediate future? The immediate future? Well, from here, I'm going to go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, the immediate future, um, honestly, we are trying to get into a couple more dis uh, dispensaries here okay. in Arizona. Um, we will be launching new flavors um, with... I feel with supply chain, like everybody's still talking about it, but like for us, like our new packaging and stuff like that. So we do feature new women on the boxes. Uh, it's just taken us a, a minute to get gotcha. our products to come in from China. It's just, so um, we do have recurring um, uh, people that are on the box, but we also feature um, for limited edition ones. We have, you know, different flavors That's and stuff cool. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like we had um, 4th of July, um, uh, we had the, um, Oh my gosh, the dark chocolate one with peanut butter. And that was amazing. So now that's going to be featured. Ooh, yeah. You had me a peanut butter. Yeah. So it's really good. So yeah. So we're always featuring new flavors. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. That's very, very cool. Um, but yeah, so it's it's awesome to work at the company and just to be in this space because um, at the end of the day, it's it's a great job. <laughs> and you get to play with weed. And you get to play with weed and eat yeah. chocolate. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad gig. That's awesome. Yeah. So... Yeah. 
I want to be respectful of your time. And again, I cannot thank you enough for coming down here. It's been yeah. it's been almost an hour, believe Yay. it or not. That's awesome. So um, leave us with some words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Hmm. Uh, don't hate, medicate. There you go. <laughs> this is one of our hippie sayings. Uh, words of wisdom. Um, honestly, if you're trying to get into this industry, just make sure, make those good connections. Um, go to all the events. Uh, support us in all the ways that you can. And we're going to keep trying to make cannabis legal throughout the United States. One last question. I totally forgot. What's the origin of your name, Hippie Chicks? Hippie Chicks? So uh, Mike, uh, we were thinking of a name and things like that. We knew that we wanted it to be inspired by women. So we kind of had the concept, but we just didn't know what we wanted to. Uh, Mike was telling me the story that he, um, when he was in college, he was dating this girl and her name was, uh, her name was Butterfly. And she had like seven sisters and one was like Butterfly, one was like Rainbow. One was, yeah, and he's like, and all these hippie chicks with their names. And I was like, that's it. That's what it needs to be. So, and actually, yeah, so we still talk to her. Um, actually, her name is Aries. Um, so, yeah, okay. and so we still talk to her, and she just thinks it's the, the coolest thing. And she's like, yeah, all my sisters are on there. I'm like, she's like, now I've got like a whole bunch of sisters. So, yeah, that's that's the origin of hippie chicks. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much. I, I sincerely appreciate you coming down thank here. Thank you. And I fun. love your product. Thank you. So huge, so huge glad. props. So everybody again, hippie chicks. Yep. And, you and how can they get a hold of you? How can they find you? Um, how can they follow you? Yeah, uh, we're on Instagram, um, AZ Hippie Chicks or Hippie Chicks Edibles or Hippie Chicks underscore edibles. Um, you can order our CBD products on hippiechickscbd.com. Okay. Um, our swag stuff, like the bong water and T-shirts, you can get it on swagbust.com. Um, and then swagbust.com. Swag, swag bus, like the VW bus. Like beep, bus, beep, swag beep, bus. Beep, okay, <laughs> I've, ne I've never heard of that, that yeah, website. That, so it just came up. Um, so that's where we're putting all of our uh swaggy items like our t-shirts is that your guys's website mm -hmm. oh that's cool swag bus yeah yeah so um so we'll have like um the bong water backpacks t-shirts cool and, yeah because we're getting a lot of when are you going to get a vw bus to tour around and do all this to. stuff i really want to uh i know there's electric ones coming out of course they're like a bajillion dollars but i want one yes <laughs> it's right? a write-off it's a business write-off it is mm -hmm. it is we're trying we're definitely trying so that's next very cool yeah so thank you for having me i well, appreciate thank it thank you so much i sincerely appreciate it thanks Get all this stuff turned off.